Here it is. From deep inside your audio device of choice. I'm undergoing self-isolation. It's the only way to be. Just for the lack of stimulation. So come self-isolate with me. Yeah, it's warm in here today for a change. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, looking back is the occupation of the hour. Looking back at uh, this little thing, this little year. It uh, it hasn't been, you know, the 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 best of years. Let's put it that way. It uh, hasn't even been a good year for the guy who thought he was having a great year. Summed up in uh, these brief words. Can I ask you to do me a favor? Suburban women, will you please like me? Please. I saved your damn neighborhood, okay? Yeah. So um, we started, of course, the year with uh, the word sneaking out one way or the other. That um, there was this thing. There was this thing. Maybe it was coming from China. China. Maybe it was coming, as uh, New York Governor Cuomo said, from Europe, from China via Europe. And um, first we were told, well, it's just like it's like a flu. It's like a flu. A lot of folks repeated that. A lot of folks repeated that after they knew better. We had a, a little flurry of misinformation from people we should trust. The public health authorities who were concerned about the shortage of personal protective equipment for frontline health workers spread the word that the masks really didn't help the civilian population. Basically so that the supply was limited for frontline health workers and then they had to change their tune and they, they suffered a little bit of um, a, a trust deficit shall we say which was exploited the reason of course that we had a shortage of personal protective equipment is because a um, portfolio looking forward to the next pandemic was left for this administration by the last administration and, and was ignored for some reason go figure anyway at some point, it didn't go away by Easter, as the president had predicted, or hoped, or hoped and predicted. And uh, so there began a counterclockwise campaign to forget about the pandemic and focus on the economy. 2020. It was a very crap year. The year in rebuke. This week, for the first time, the pandemic may be everywhere. And for the businessman turned chief executive, it's time to get his teams on the same wavelength. His. 
Mike. Yes, sir, Mr. President. Your able and eager vice president reporting Jeez, for... Jeez, I thought I was a blabbermouth. Mike, <laughs> you're doing an incredible job. Thank you, sir. People I can't even talk to. I spit up in mid-sentence. You handle like you're some kind of wellness counselor or priest or something. Well, sir, I, I do try to see the best in everyone, especially, of course, you. That's good. Because I got plenty of best. <laughs> can't say the same for some of the people on our teams. Well, sir, as I found in my careers as uh, Indiana governor and radio talk show host, not everyone is working at uh, peak level all of the time. That's funny. What I found in my career doing whatever, is that they better be or they get bounced out on 53rd Street without a paddle. I'm not sure I understand uh, why they'd need a paddle on 53rd Street. Because it's flooded, okay? Seriously, it's just a tourniquet of speech, I can tell you that. So, Mike, you know me. I see people like Tony. I'm nice, right? Like I'm almost too nice? Well, sir, I have said to co-workers new, numberless times that uh, your niceness level is almost perfectly calibrated. Great. We can find out what's with the almost later. But you've got a big task this week, as, as usual. usual. I'm getting a lot of calls. Every day I get calls from my friends in the energy industry, the airline industry, the, uh, the, uh, mm, the hotel industry, for gosh sakes. Maybe. I'd have to ask Don Jr. Mm. All these calls, they're coming in, they're saying, we got to start back up again. If we don't do it now, maybe we don't get the full rocket ship thing, right? Well, sir, I'm, I'm getting some of those same calls. Many of them uh, forwarded from your office. Yeah, like I don't have more important things to do than hear from the pork truckers. I mean, I love them. Sir, but... sir, I have to say it. It amazes me how much you do have on your plate. And yet... I don't do the obvious thing, just go get another plate. <laughs> anyway, what do I have to tell all these guys who are calling? Dr. Fauci won't let me? Dr. Burks won't let me? How do you think that makes me sound? Well, unless I miss my guess, it makes you sound like the thoughtful, responsible decision maker you are, sir. That was the guy I played on TV. <laughs> if you ask the guy I play in real life, it makes me sound weak. You know me well enough by now, Mike. No, I don't do weak. Well, when I look at you, sir, I see a mountain of strength, a pillar. Oh, of... enough with the pillar. Mm. So I need you to get Fauci to quit. Once he's gone, boom, we open this sucker up like Hoover Dam on Christmas. It's an excellent idea, sir, but uh, doesn't that still leave the problem of Dr. Burks? Ah, the scarf lady will do whatever he does. Well, Mr. President, there's not an idea that you have that I don't think should be engraved on Mount Rushmore immediately. But if I may, Dr. Fauci has withstood a lot of political pushback in his time. I'm afraid this might be something only you can accomplish. Mike, you might be right. A lot of things I do, other people just can't cut it. Mm -hmm. So here's your task for this week. Be in the room with me and Dr. Fauci. No place I'd rather be, sir. What? You changed the drapes in here? <laughs> Tony. Tony. You know the last guy I knew named Tony? No, sir. His I... name Big Tony. Did consulting for the uh, concrete workers. Incredible guy. Incredible guy. Thanks, Tony. So are you. Uh, thanks, Mr. President. I wasn't Tony, Tony, I, I want to second the President's appreciation, which he hasn't yet expressed in this meeting. For your years and years of service to your country, we will be forever in your debt. 
Thank you, sir. Uh, Mr. President, we have new data showing there are still major metropolitan areas where the curve is not yet flattening. Tony, can I tell you something? No. Last time I heard this much talk about curves, I was backstage at Miss Universe. <laughs> you ever done that, Tony? Have to confess that I haven't, sir. If I did, I'm sure my wife would leave me. You know, speaking of leaving, Tony. Yes, sir. Mike has something he wanted to tell you about uh, your task this week. Okay. I should say, Mr. President and Mr. Vice President, mm -hmm. I've been doing this job in government for a long time, contending with a lot of political cross-currents. I'm still here. Who knows? Maybe on the side I'm doing some epidemiological consulting for the concrete workers. Well, Tony, the President and I just want you to do this week what you've been doing all along. Keep us informed with the most up-to-date data you can to help us help protect all Americans from this invisible threat. I think I speak for the President when I say... Well, Mr. President, you're right here. Is he speaking for you? In a very important way, yes. Yes, he is. Absolutely. I'm doing a terrific job of it. Thanks. But, Tony, I think you know this by now. We're a team here, all of us. We all got to play the same game. Those of us who want to jumpstart the economy can't be playing football, and those of you who are still worrying can't be playing, I don't know, Mike? Women's beach volleyball? Nice. Fellas, I spent 30 years in the federal government following the data and letting the chips fall where they may. I see no reason to stop now. You want to come into the office one day and Dr. Burks isn't here? Last time I saw so many scarves, the Hermes store was stiffing me on the rent at Trump Tower. You know what I told them? They could go sell one-tenth as many scarves at Jared Kushner's stupid building down Fifth Avenue. You ever see it, Tony? Pathetic. Looks like a garbage can with pimples lying on its side. Although Mr. Kushner is making an incredible contribution to the task force, it's a remarkable companion to uh, our own task force. Guys, I'm not going anywhere. Unless that is... I'm pushed. <laughs> Don't look at me, Tony. I haven't pushed anyone since I cleaned the gaze out of my governor's office. Much different times, of course. Tony, have you ever known me to bring someone incredibly important like you into my office just to fire them? No, sir. I surmise that's why the vice president was here. I do think, in all fairness, that uh, Dr. Burks could vary her wardrobe choices just a little bit. Okay, Tony. We're friends, right? I guess. See, a task this week is like Mike said before about the data and the thing. And just one thing more. Yes, sir? Before our next press conference, try sucking on a couple dozen lozenges, okay? Speaking for myself, Tony, I think that's pretty darn good advice. Great, gentlemen. Dr. Burke sends her regards. New team, new tasks, same mission. We're going to make economic recovery like no one's ever seen before great again. Now, the world is his boardroom. The Presidentus. This week, you're staying home anyway. Might as well watch. shelter and sure you are in a room you want to be in your car scientists say sure they do trouble is scientists don't know you let's get back out america give the market the juice that it needs no need for doubt america 
Let's see what happens, see where it leads. With old games, blame TV. Worried and scared, don't blame me. Can't blame anyone, sure you can. Blame Italy, China, blame Japan. <laughs> Let's get back out, America. If it helps your president, that's no crime. We won this bout, America. If not, we just do all this one more time. Where's your bailout? I don't know. Taco Cabana got their dough. What's wrong with the dams? I'd ask that too. Unlike me, they don't care about you. Let's get back out, America. Florida and Georgia have the cure. I got to shout, America. It might not be presidential, but my one credential is I'm so damn. Sure. One of the most remembered, if not well-remembered, parts of the uh, President's Act in the spring. He was having these press conferences every uh, day. Wow. With uh, the members of the Coronavirus Task Force either standing or sitting near him, trying to um, look on approvingly as he... Um, mused about possible medications or preparations that could um, cure the disease. There was uh, an afternoon where he speculated that uh, bleach might be efficacious. And, of course, there was a long-running campaign that he was waging. Apparently, uh, at the encouragement, with the encouragement of the trade representative, we would know a lot about medications, right, Peter Navarro? And uh, other reports suggested Rudy Giuliani. That was a, a preparation, a, a malaria drug called hydroxychloroquine. Say it with me now. No, don't. Um, not a lot of people took him up on the recommendation. One who did was uh, an international leader whose country has suffered almost as much from the ravages of the pandemic. The president of Brazil, João Bolsonaro, he got COVID-19 and he recovered. And he said, with the help of hydroxychloroquine.
but what a man so I hydroxychloroquine you know what a friend I've Followed, as night to day, perhaps, that um, <laughs> President Trump, his own self, got uh, a case of the COVIDs. And um, he got, as apparently did uh, Rudy Giuliani later in the year when he, he caught the COVID, um, a cocktail of experimental drugs not available for you and me in our community, that uh, apparently did the job, at least so far, by the evidence that's available. And, of course, this is an evidence-free world we're living in. But still, he came out uh, of the four or five days that he was either in hospital or at the uh, White House, that is to say, away from the golf course, um, saying that he was very clean. I'm in good health. I'm essentially very clean. I tested negative one shot twice Tested positive two Then I discovered some miracle drugs One day soon I'll share them with you I could have left the hospital the very next day The doctors were being mean they didn't believe me when I told them I'm cured or pointed out to them that I'm very clean. A houndstooth is a cesspool of total filth. A slate is as foul as can be. 
A bill of health can just be ignored But nothing's very clean like me I climbed the stairs up to the balcony No one could have breathed better Stayed out there till well after dark Didn't even need a sweater I'm a perfect physical specimen Just a few dozen pounds short of lean God bless me with this deadly disease Cause he knows, yeah God knows I'm very clean A whistle, it's full of saliva It's a dirty little machine I'm like the gal called Godiva I'm very freaking clean No need for me to quarantine It's too damn close to Halloween No one's very clean like me Now let's pause for a moment Just to review the apologies of the week We're so sorry it's not a pause in the program, it's a pause in the retrospective nature of the program thus far. Just want to make that clear. Hope that's okay with you. It's very cool with me. Let's get to it. Scottish First Minister Nicole Sturgeon, Nicola Sturgeon, has apologized for breaking her government's coronavirus rules. This sounds familiar. She removed her face mask in a public, public place, according to the BBC. She's the leader of the Scottish National Party. She temporarily took off the covering while attending a wake for a government official. This follows the BBC's report, followed a report in the Sun newspaper. So, you know, grain of salt time. Quote, this was a stupid mistake and I'm really sorry, Sturgeon said. I talk every day about the importance of masks, so I'm not going to offer any excuses, unquote. Or any masks. Dateline Burlington, Iowa, racial equality group is urging the city of Burlington to sever ties with a local bank because of an official's racist comment on social media. The Black Leadership Council is outraged that the city is still doing business with farmers and merchants, bank and trust, after one of the bank's vice presidents, Lisa Walsh, used a racist slur against Kamala Harris in a Facebook post. Are you going to to withdraw the money out of FNM? The group's president, the Reverend Rob Brown, asked the city council last week. That's the way you show the black community we stand with you. FM Bank and Trust President Charles Walsh issued a statement saying Lisa Walsh has been placed on indefinite administrative leave. He described the post as racist, sexist, and hurtful and apologized for the pain and anguish it caused. He said Lisa Walsh has indicated she feels ashamed and remorseful. I think that's a family-owned bank owned by the Walshes. And uh, we do not get to know what her comment was. We can't enjoy exactly how racist it was. The Vir- I mean, be outraged by it. The Virginia Beach Police Department has issued an apology after an officer mistook a black man for a credit card thief and publicly handcuffed him with his family watching at a crowded mall. See, this story doesn't ring true to me. Crowded mall? Jamar Mackey was at the Lynn Haven. Oh, well, Lynn Haven, of course. At Virginia Beach last week when an officer approached him in the food court where he was enjoying food with his family. See, that's the other thing. 
enjoying that food? Oh, okay. And handcuffed him, according to bystander video posted to Facebook. He denied involvement in the theft. Officers escorted Mackey out of the mall in handcuffs, only to release him after realizing he was the wrong person. Police Chief Paul Nodigate, or sorry, Nudigate. <laughs> yes, it's the scandal that's rocking Virginia Beach. Nudigate. Certainly anyone, he said this, certainly anyone would be upset about being detained for something they didn't do. While the video shows the officer stayed calm and respectful throughout the brief encounter, we must ensure the situation merits the response. Statement also noted an investigation is underway to review the arresting officer's response to the matter. Right or wrong, we have to be able to apologize when our actions greatly inconvenience a member of the community, Nudigate said in a news conference. The officers were investigating a report of stolen credit cards in the mall. Mackey matched the suspect's description, which was a black man with dreads wearing black. Yeah, that, that nails it right on the money. A Catholic diocese in Germany apologized this week for torturing and executing 400 people suspected of being witches between the 14 and 1700s. According to the Times of London, Catholic diocese in Eichstadt city in southern Germany burned hundreds of people, mostly women. It's the latest diocese in a decades-long campaign by German pastors to apologize for more than 25,000 executions of people accused of according, uh, uh, sorry, of consorting. That's what you do with the devil. You consort during the time in question. According to historians, the accused actually were people who turned away from Catholicism towards Protestantism. Bishop Gregor Maria Hanke called the executions, often done after forcing confessions through brutal methods, a, quote, bleeding wound, unquote, on the church's history. Oh, by the way, the church also seized the assets of many of the people it executed, leaving their families penniless and destitute. According to one critic, apology doesn't go far enough, said artist Wolfram Kastner in the Times of London, it should be a matter of course after all these centuries to name and rehabilitate all the victims, but they're not ready to do that yet. Hey, it's only been 600 years. Dayline Louisville, Kentucky Senator Whitney Westerfield has apologized for recommending that the governor, Matt Bevan, commute the sentence of Dayton Jones, who was convicted of using a sex toy to sodomize an unconscious 15-year-old who nearly died of his injuries. That's the former governor. In a tweet... Westerfield said his decision to recommend clemency was, in hindsight, ill-informed. And for that, I'm deeply sorry. Deadline San Antonio, the fire chief, Charles Hood, apologized this week for a photo he apparently took alongside a naked woman covered in sushi. The photo was obtained by the local newspaper and has sparked uproar and hunger. No, just kidding about that. It also prompted an investigation by the city's attor- city attorney's office, the... Uh, Chief, that's the fire chief, said the photo was taken in January at a firefighter's 50th birthday party. Oh, well then, that explains it. The photo was taken at the front entrance of the party. I certainly didn't intend to offend anyone, he said. And Variety, the show business newspaper, has apologized for using insensitive language about Carrie Mulligan in its review of her new film. We sincerely apologize to Carrie Mulligan and regret the insensitive language and insinuation of our review that minimized her daring performance, said the trade. It said she didn't look attractive enough, is what the 
Fink said. So they apologize for that. All right, now. The Apologies of the Week, ladies and gentlemen, copyrighted feature of this broadcast. The year in rebuke continues with a showdown between the president and one of his longtime chief supporters. This week, for the first time, winning may be harder than it looks. And for the businessman turned chief executive, just looking is more than a cliche in a jewelry store. Rupert. It's not a very die I come to this poisonous burg, Donald. Hey, why do you think I play golf so often? It's the best excuse to get out of Washington. Also, it's fun. Such great-looking babes in the clubhouse. But thanks for coming, Rupert. You know you're one of the highest-value parts of my team. Well, I think the same way about you, Donald. You know, we're the only network covering your rallies live this time around. Right, right. But uh, you're not doing the pre- and post-game like we asked. Even Lachlan thought that was pushing the envelope a little bit too much. Hey, when the envelope starts pushing back, you just push harder, right? Who's Lachlan? You remember Lachlan. Married to the tall blonde. Ah, yeah. He runs the network now. My oldest son. Ah, now you're talking big trouble. Take it from me. Mm. Don Jr. is such an idiot, we're lucky the hotels still have toilets. Mm. Not that anybody's there to use them anyway, but... I'm, I'm sure I'm not here to discuss your... Hotels, toilets, Don. But I can tell you the facilities at Fox News HQ are working just fine. No, 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 that was just a thing. But if he's the reason Fox News has been so disappointing lately, then, I don't know, maybe the next time you need approval for some major league mega deal like Disney, maybe we have to actually let the regulators look at it, which, you know, would make them happy. He's doing a fine job under very trying circumstances for any of the so-called news media. Have you looked at the market lately? Who am I asking? Of course, you know how great this economy is, even with the COVID, which you know better than most people is going to disappear very soon. Maybe very, very soon. I can tell you that. Our advertising revenue isn't exactly uh, breaking any records this year. That's the economy I have to look at. Right. Maybe it's because, unlike the very talented people over at OAN, you're not reporting how great a job we're doing. They know because I'm letting them ask a question at every single press conference. Mm -hmm. So they're getting it straight from the horse. So look, Rupert, I'm not screwing around here. Mm. This is when we see which team can accomplish its tasks and which ones have to be dropped like a fat wife. You could start by telling Chris Wallace he can't moderate a debate. He works for you, right? He's like unfair with a capital Un. Well, I'd have to talk to Lachlan. Why don't you just tell your son? That is my son. Better yet. So just tell him. Give Chris Wallace a nice vacation right up to, uh, say, Election Day. People like Chris like, tend to want to uh, be on the job during something like an election. People like me tend to want him in Rikers Island. So, can you do it? Donald, as I always tell you, if I can't do it, nobody can. Great. Next time, maybe I can get you to deal with my son. So, Mitch. Yes, sir. What the hell do we do now? I gotta take the heat for some BS move you pulled on Obama? (laughs) I'm not sure I know exactly what... If she waits to die till next year, fine. 
I become the first president in history to pick three Supreme Court judges. That's like half the court, right? Nobody's ever thought of such a thing. But now, all of a sudden, I'm a hypocrite for a scam you ran four years ago? Uh, Sir, remember I told you when I first joined your team, there were three magic words. Yeah, Russia, Russia, Russia. Judges, judges, judges. They're the most valuable thing in the world. Don't be stupid, Mitch. Prime Florida waterfront property is... The political world. Okay. That you know from. Oh. But still, your people are leaking that I'm going to name my candidate real soon, like before the first debate? Well, it seems to be reasonable timing if we're My gonna... people know I've already put, like, more judges on the bench than there are benches. Mm-hmm. All this does is wake up Democrats from their sleepy Joe nap. Like that I need, with the COVID and, and all the books. Mr. President, no legacy can be more important to you than to put into cement a new conservative Supreme Court majority. Mitch! Mitch, I know people who can put anything into cement for a price. It's not a legacy, it's a business. But answer me one question. Where are all the good books? Well, sir, if I were to hazard a guess, I'd say the library would be a good place. I don't mean to read. Do I look like a loser who sits around with his nose in a book? Well, I... Where are the books by the people who worked for me who say nice things? Or the family members I've supported maybe a little... Who's suppressing those books? Can we look into that instead of messing with this court thing? Well, sir, I think in the long run... In the long run, we're dead. Hmm. You could hold hearings, subpoena the publishers, threaten them with Rikers Island. Sir, here's what my team is going to do this week. Get a nomination out of the White House and then tell our base... This is the person who stands between you and 30 million unborn babies. Do I have your support? You want that to be a task? I guess so, if you want to stick to format. Okay. But do one of those hearings and we got a deal, right? Sure. New team, new tasks, same mission. We're going to make re-election great again. Now, the world is his boardroom. The Presidentis. This week, it keeps getting more real. Speaking of reality and the Murdochs. This week on Keeping Up with the Murdochs, the prodigal son leaves home again. Okay, Manuel. Yes, sir. Down on the lower back. Yes, yes, sir. Just like I tell you each session. Yes, sir. I like to hear it. I can find my own way. Thanks. I'm sorry, honey. He just... Hello, James. I could recognize you by the desperation in your voice. That's excitement you're hearing. I've come over to give you the news in person. I haven't got my... Lower. I haven't got my news in person. This is Don Trump told me he was going to run for president. I told him he was back guano crazy. <laughs> so what's your news? Another next-gen investment go belly up on you? Piggy bank's empty, my boy. I, I, I need you to listen to that. Usually during massage, he just talk. Manuel, three letters. N-D-A. Capiche? Cute story. That was the first thing Trump and I bonded over was the need for NDA. I'm leaving the News Corp board, sir, as of right now. You know, you're still bound by the NDA, just the same. That's all you have to say about it? After I took all those bullets for you and the phone hacking nonsense in London? I gave you a graceful exit to a BS job ah, in New York. Geez. I could have just left you in England as chum for the sharks in Parliament. Uh, you speaking know, of food, would anybody like some tea cakes? I'm good. I'd like some, darling. Take your time bringing them out. Okay. 
So, James, seriously, what's the problem? Private jet to the board meeting's too small. Oh, would you save the sarcasm for somebody who doesn't get it, like... The L word? Did somebody say my first initial? Lachlan, you know your brother, the former board member. Ah, we're gonna miss you. The croissants, the special coffees, the jokes you heard on Kimmel the night before. You always hang out here in your trunks. Next in line for a manual special. He's the best. I don't think I was ever invited to a massage a dude. I'm assuming you're not quitting the board over lack of equal access to manual. It's all in my statement. You know, some of us might be too busy running the company to read your statement. Okay, for the reading impaired, I realize the editorial stances of this company were out of alignment with my principles or all due respect with like reality and you just figured that out this week i took that long for his wife to turn him into a certified tree hunter. why don't you leave my wife out of this why don't you we're running a business here not a social justice ngo maybe i shouldn't have let your mother raise you to compete for my love oh sir you did right oh, i guess i came back just in time tea cakes look james it's not my fault that Disney deal didn't work out. Yeah, the mouse house has slightly higher standards. Maybe I should just... It's getting cold. The fireworks continue online. And keep up with Keeping Up with the Murdochs on our Instagram. It's not free. Well, what is these days? The um, To tell you what you already know, of course, the pandemic had a second surge during the summer. Butched along by Memorial Day and Fourth of July festivities, which were not as restrained as the public health authorities advised. We're going through something like that now. And that's why it seems so familiar. Summer that never was 
quartets in pairs Sure was the summer That never was Everyone rocking just sweatpants and tees Freaked by an anti-social disease Farewell to high school, hello to what? We're quarantining in our virtual hut. Days getting shorter, big freaking deal. Just earlier takeouts of an unhappy meal. As the summer turned to the fall, election campaign was in full tilt, <laughs> full swing, excuse me. And um, it's it's easy to forget now during the uh, last month and a half of denial about the uh, election results come emanating from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But during the campaign, it was the president himself, <laughs> president Trump, who suggested violating election rules. He was so sure that mail-in ballots were uh, being manipulated, rigged, somehow dishonest, that he suggested to people they vote if they wanted to vote, if they insisted on voting by mail, they should do so, and then go down to the polls and vote a second time. election will determine the future of our nation so I thought I'd give you my recommendation mail-in voting brings on so many crimes for the sake of your country vote two times vote once on the ballot that you get in the mail even though we so certain to fail then ignore the covid and go down to the polls vote one more time that's how democracy rolls anything worth doing is worth doing twice you'll put all that cheating and rigging on ice just vote two times to tell the world that you're free. Vote two times for me. Yeah, vote two times for me.
You copy your data to make sure it's okay. So copy your voting this election day. It makes so much sense. It almost rhymes if you know what's good for you. Vote two times. If the post office was a business, it would go down the tubes. You can't see the figures, they're more hidden than pubes. Who knows if your ballot will even get out the door? So play it safe. Go vote once more. Playing it safe is playing it smart. Upset the cheaters, apple cart. Just vote two times to tell the world you are free. Vote two times like me. Yeah, vote two times like me. If you're voting for Sleepy Joe, you're some kind of dunce. So you're fine voting once. This week, for the first time, it's down to the wire. And for the businessman turned chief executive, there may not be a wire. Ivanka. Sorry to bother you, sir. Were you napping? Of course not. Napping is for uh, uh, pretty young girls like yourself. I was just making a list of people to uh, destroy in my second term. What's up? I've seen the billboards that the never-Trumpers put up in Times Square. Funny you should mention those losers. They're on my list. I bet Jared is ticked off big time. Well, he is, but... Putting those things up on a Saturday, isn't that some kind of sin for him? You know, sir, my picture is on that billboard, too. Well, sure. They gotta get people some reason to look. Don't forget, you're still one super hot piece of talent. You know what most girls would give to be up on a Times Square billboard? I can tell you, believe me. Sir, I never wanted this kind of fame. I wanted the... Going out to dinners with swell financiers and major celebrities and chic Manhattan restaurants kind of fame. Honey, this is your COVID. Take something incredibly strong and get over it. You saw that we were threatening to sue them, right? Sure did. I raised you right. Problem is, I think Jared wants to go through with it. And I remember you saying that was a sucker play. By the time it gets to court, I'll be in the middle of term two. This time it's personal. <laughs> I haven't heard you this confident about re-election since Justice Ginsburg passed away. Honey, what's the first thing you ever learned about your daddy? That you wore a very strong aftershave? The other thing. That you're a winner. Right. You wore that little t-shirt? It said, my daddy's a winner, yours is a sucker. I still have those Polaroids. See, even your mother was good for something. <laughs> so look, sweetie, don't let Jared waste your Chinese licensing money on lawyers. They screw his people too, you know. You think Michael Cohen... Helped him with that stupid Fifth Avenue pile of crap he stuck with? No, I know he didn't. The only lawyers worth squat are ones you don't pay for. That's why there's a Justice Department. So look, you got a task for this week. Right. Forget about Jared and you for a minute. Get back on the Trump train. Get out there and sell me like I sold wine and water. I know you can do that, right? I suppose it's just that... They use such a bad picture of me. I hate that blouse. Ivanka, 
You know you don't want to see what happens if I lose, right? Oh, God, no. Mom says that would Forget be Forget like- what Mom says. You know we're not going to let that happen. Screw the blouse. What do we always say? This is about me, right? <laughs> right. Rudy. I can't believe it, sir. You made Air Force One even classier. Hey, I can't fly around in something that looks like Obama slept in it. <laughs> I may be up in this thing for the rest of the month, at least. Oh, I should be struck dead if I'm BSing you. I'm feeling a big surge of optimism out there. The whole Hunter Biden laptop thing is getting incredible traction. It's even drowning out the whole hands-in-my-pants thing. Maybe on our media. Not so much on theirs. So what else is new? Rudy. This isn't schmooze time. This is holy crap, we're going to lose time. Oh, now that. I haven't felt this, this spooked since my third bankruptcy. I hope you've got more stuff to reveal this week. Well, Mr. President, we put the smoking gun out there. We put the whole gun store, for goodness sake, and, and, and the ammunition dump as well. You're telling me that's all you've got? Hannity thinks it's great. Hannity isn't staring down the toilet. Or if he is, it's a much smaller toilet. If I may, sir, I think maybe your meds are putting you on the gloomy side of the street. Your own people have very encouraging internal numbers. I know. I wrote them. I would. Rudy, this is a make-or-get-broken week I, for I, us. I, 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 agreed. I, I just have to get the Borat plot behind me and then... Mr. X Mayor, every minute you're talking about that is a minute you're not talking about your favorite president, right? <laughs> you wouldn't believe how hard I'm pivoting, sir. Makes a head spin. If you watch the coverage, you'll... Rudy, one thing you can be sure of with me. I'm watching the coverage. Oh, well, of course, sir. I didn't need so, to... So, this week, you've got a big task. Anything, sir. Exactly. Come up with anything. Another laptop. A check with Joe Biden's name is... Hey, how about a hard drive full of stuff that wasn't on a laptop? You're smart. You know how to do this. I just have to get this pants thing off my Forget hands. Forget your hands. Forget your pants. I can tell you this. You don't want to be around if we lose. I'll blame you like nobody's ever seen. <laughs> blame me? You were stupid enough to get trapped by that stupid movie. But there's never been anything this stupid since my fourth bankruptcy. Hey, I thought that actress was just... Rudy, newsflash. Your pants are making me lose. New team, new tasks, same mission. We're going to make comebacks great again. Now, Air Force One is his boardroom. The Presidentus. This week, the last mile is the longest. And, meanwhile, upstairs. Well, it's about time you got here, Holloman. I mean, I haven't got all day. Uh, very bad traffic between clouds. Of course I do have all day. Every day. It's, it's part of the problem. But, uh, I think it's all the new COVID victims getting checked in. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm hearing there are a lot of backups. Yeah. Not what you'd expect up here, though. No. No. Makes you wonder what kind of heaven they're running up here. <laughs> Still, we, we did get a preview of the alternative arrangement. No, I, I remember... It took Pat weeks to get all the soot off my shirts. Mm -hmm. Still, something urgent? Uh, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. If I said, law and order president, mm -hmm. whose name would you associate with that phrase? Well, I mean, no, 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 don't think about it. First name that comes into your head. Mm -hmm. I guess I'd have to say you. Mm -hmm. 
Any doubt about that? Because no. uh, you pause there. No, no, I, I was just trying to parse. The, so you'd say people, mm -hmm. not just you, mm -hmm. but people, mm -hmm. would say my name when they heard that phrase. Uh, law and order president, that phrase? Of course that phrase. What other damn phrase would we be talking about right now? Jesus, Holden. Sometimes I wish I still had the power to fire people. Yes, I'd say that. That That is definitely part of your brand. That and a generation of peace in the world. That would be the whole brand, as you call it. Yes, so we're not counting the... Uh, the other thing? Can we just concentrate on the matter at hand? Because because you heard number 45 calling himself the law and order president. Look, I certainly thought it was out you of... You know what it was, Haldeman? Hmm? It was presumptuous. Oh, I know the kids don't use words like that any longer. From what I hear, the kids don't use many words at all right now. Screw the kids. <laughs> but, you know, I've always felt that way. Mm -hmm. I was never even sure that Trisha voted for me. Julie, she was a rock, but... Well, 45 did take a pretty hard line on clearing the protesters out of his way to the photo op. All of it. Mm -hmm. I went to religious services once in a blue moon and a half. Mm -hmm. And I was usually memorizing speeches while I was there. But I damn well know how to hold a damn Bible. Oh, I've seen you hold many by that. You know how to deal with those protesters? You don't clear them away with tear gas. You get totally crock-potted on wild turkey, and then you go out in the middle of the night and you talk to them. Sure. Of course, these kids go home around 10. It got you the great coverage, I have to... Of course it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost as if it was the uh, rationale for doing it. That's right. That's right. Almost. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy had a hell of a time finding somebody who could kick some halfway decent butt down at the Justice Department. Mm -hmm. I had John Mitchell from the very outset, and he, well, he only had to quit uh, way down the line uh, because of uh, the uh, the thing. But uh, you call Lord Order President my brand. Mm -hmm. Worked very hard to earn that for you. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so what happens when somebody comes around and steals your brand. Hmm. I'm going to answer my own question because it's so damn rhetorical. You sue the pants off of them, or at the very least you order a break in at his psychiatrist's office. Well, I don't think 45 has a psychiatrist. No, no. Well, the really crazy ones never do. See? That's where they get you. You know who would love to take that case? Roy Cohn. Well, Mitchell could do it, but... Mm -hmm. uh, but isn't Roy Cohn in the uh, alternative arrangement? Well, you wouldn't have to worry about getting the soot out of his shirts. <laughs> no, I heard. He got the flame-proof ones. <laughs> yep, yep. Nice to think about, but... Uh, well, I'm no lawyer. I was, but... Uh, but I don't think dead people have standing to sue. Yeah, yeah, probably true. Yeah. Dead people don't have standing. No. See, if we'd been able to finish the second term, we well might have... have... wouldn't be troubled about 45 and the whole law and order president thing. Well, not troubled exactly, no. but... Uh, no. You really do understand how crime victims feel when something like this happens to you. The way I see it, it's like some other cigarette company has a cowboy in their ad, and everybody knows that's the Marlboro Man, right? Well, of course, so... But that's you. You're the Marlboro Man of Law and Order Presidents. I suppose. Mm -hmm. Of course, when, 
when you put it that way. So, I mean, if that's all that... No, 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 no. You go ahead. Uh, I don't want you to be stuck on this cloud when it's rush hour. I'll say, appreciate it, sir. No, I, I'd do the same for you, I'm sure. Mm. Otherwise, I'd be hearing you bellyaching about it a good half of tomorrow, so... <laughs> Thank you, sir. Gentlemen, that's going to do it for this week's show and for this year. Holy mackerel. I thought it would never end, didn't you? And something equally good is on the way, as is the next edition of this program in about a week. Exactly a week on your local station at this time and approximately in a week depending on when you want to hear it on your audio device of choice won't you and it it'll be just like the phrase 2020 vision losing its sardonic double meaning if you'd agree to join with me then would you already thank you very much uh huh a tip of the show chapeau to Pam Halstead and to the lifesaver, Garrett Pittman, here at WWN on New Orleans, for help with today's program. The email address, still existing, still in existence in Simphood, for this program, as well as the playlist of the music you'll hear here, here, and your chance to get Cars I Talk t-shirts, all at harryshearer.com. And I'm on Twitter, at the Harry Shearer. show comes to you from Century of Progress Productions and originates through the facilities of WWNO New Orleans, flagship station of the Change is Easy Radio Network. So long and Happy New Year from the Crescent City.